You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All day. Brady letting it fly. Evans is open again. He's got it. Evans inside the ten and he scores. I think they're back. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and Jim Rodriguez with you on this Monday. The Joes are off. And before we get to our Week 17 reaction and spin things forward, look at title odds, which coaches could be fired, all that fun stuff, I'm always wondering how long is it appropriate to keep saying Happy New Year? I mean, when do you pull the plug on that? Like, can you keep saying it today? Is that annoying? I mean, I feel like, you know, since everyone was kind of off yesterday, some people are working today, some aren't, that you can still say it. But where are you at with that, J-Rod? I think my my general rule is is if I haven't seen you, I will wish you a Happy you New Year. Like, I would say, Aaron, Happy New Year. But, you know, I, I, I again... There has to be like anything, some sort of time. I think by the end of the week. I think uh, I think yeah, I January 9th. January 9th. Um, no more happy new year. Dude, yeah, that was that was a week ago. Okay. <laughs> Christmas while you're at it. Oh yeah. Happy Fourth of July, Aaron. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh by the way, happy Easter. <laughs> you know, I mean Happy Valentine's Day from last year. I mean, come on. You get a week. And, uh, and once I've seen you, uh, you know, I, I'd go into the office, I'd walk into the newsroom, and I'd be, everybody, Happy New Year. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I love it. It felt like it could have been Easter here yesterday. We went from like Christmas Eve, it was like eight degrees, and then 65 yesterday. I'll take it. I will take it. Sure. Felt like spring. It was uh, fantastic. So let's take a look at BetMGM's um, NFL futures, you know, to win the Super Bowl. So we've got Bills four to one, Chiefs right there at plus four fifty, Eagles now five to one, Niners five to one, Bengals eight to one, Cowboys ten to one. Followed by, you know, we're in a different tier here. Bucks twenty two to one, Ravens still doing the Ravens thing I don't know Ravens 25 to 1 Chargers 25 to 1 Vikings Packers all kind of in that 25 28 to 1 range um where do you think there could be some value what team you know that I just mentioned could go on a run and you know maybe make some noise come playoff time that's not one of the favorites listen I'm a big proponent of the Baltimore Ravens because because why are, are the Ravens struggling why are they struggling because Lamar, they're, 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 their number one quarterback isn't playing, much like the Eagles. They're number one quarterback. Look at the defense. Look what that defense of the Ravens has done the last month, month and a half of the season. I mean, I wrote this down. They, they, won, they won a game this year where they scored 10 points. They scored 10 points and won a game. Okay, they, 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 They've won games where they've scored 10, 16, 
12. That defense has been crazy. I mean, it is borderline Ray Lewis, Ed Reed and company. So I think you get Lamar back, you get him healthy, whether it's on the road or not. I think they could, you know, surprise some people. And with that elite kind of defense, you blink kind of like the 49ers and that great defense they've had. Yeah, I'm not trying to take a shot at Jimmy Garoppolo, but would you have Jim? Would you rather have Jimmy G or Lamar Jackson? It, it just, you know, on, on the surface, I I roll with the Ravens and Lamar. Yeah, they've got to pay him and find a way to figure that out. I mean, that guy's so good, and they are definitely missing him. Let's talk about this playoff picture because there's so many different things that could happen. Um, you touched on old man Aaron Rodgers kind of you know turning this Packers squad around. They've been playing some pretty good football for like a month now, you know, and here they are. So walk us through their path. They they have the easiest path, if, if if you can put it as that, especially for a team that ended up losing seven of eight at one point. Uh, there's, there's three teams for the last playoff spot, the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Browns. Currently, the Seahawks are in. They are the seventh seed. But Detroit plays Green Bay next week, and Seattle hosts the Rams. Green Bay, all they've got to do is they beat the Lions next week at home and Green Bay is in. Green Bay would eliminate Detroit because they'd have a better record than Detroit. And no matter what Seattle does, Seattle, even if they won against the Rams, the Packers would have the better NFC record. So the Packers would get in simply by winning. Win and in is the scenario for the Packers. Seattle has, I guess, the next best way of doing it. They have to beat the Rams and Detroit has to beat the Packers. Seattle has the tiebreaker head-to-head with Detroit. Detroit has to beat Green Bay and has to have the Rams beat Seattle. So that's sort of how that works. We've got three teams vying for one spot with the easiest again being for Green Bay because all they got to do is win at home and they're in no matter what anybody else does. Yeah. And then what about the Bengals? I mean, there is a path that they could end up as the number one seed. This is the craziest part. This is why I think Buffalo has so much to play for. First of all, mm-hmm. if, if Cincinnati wins tonight, it's a big win, not only because you beat the Bills, but if they win tonight, they win their division, which is first and foremost. It's a home game, and, and, you, get, and you get that home game for, for Joe Burrow and company. But if things break right for Cincinnati, they could end up with the number one seed in the AFC. Because think about it. All they got to do is have the same record as Buffalo and Kansas City. And right now, the Bengals are 11 and 4, Kansas City's 13 and 3, and, and, the, Beng- and the Bills are 12 and 3. If Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Kansas City, and Buffalo all ended up with the same record, Cincinnati gets the number one seed because Cincinnati will have beaten Kansas City and Buffalo head to head. So they've got plenty to play for. And Cincinnati does not want to play Baltimore, who they play the last game of the season, because if they lose tonight, then that game against the Ravens is for the division. And that game is in Cincinnati, but you don't want to get it down to that. They take care of business tonight. They're they're the division champs. They got their home game, and they put pressure and could end up being the number one seed. And for Buffalo, Aaron, Buffalo could end up all the way as the third seed if things break wrong for them. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's kind of similar for both the Eagles and Buffalo, how they could – there's a scenario where they – you know, at one point they were just locks, right? For that seed, that buy. And now it's like, uh-oh, down to the wire. And oh, by the way, real quiet, no Tyreek Hill. What's going to happen? The Chiefs' demise has been greatly exaggerated. 
But here's a here's a funny uh, stat that Sean Levine, who's always on our show with us, told me. You know, Pat Mahomes, if you if you don't count the Super Bowls, he's never played a playoff game outside of Kansas City. Yeah. I've heard that. Oh, I, so that's honestly, crazy. I don't know if I'm that. I mean, it's it shows how good he is. And right now, this right. morning on BetMGM, he's a minus 650 for the MVP. But, I mean, it just shows, like, this guy is just so good. You know, right. when we first heard about, speaking of MVP, the, the Jalen Hurts injury, and, you know, he was, you know, the favorite, and then we saw him dropping, and now he you can find him 14 to 1. I still think there's some value there. I mean, you see what the Eagles are doing with Gardner Menchu. It's so unfortunate that, you know, because he's injured, he may miss out on MVP, but I feel like it shows how valuable he is because the Eagles are losing and and going from, you know, potentially locking up the top seed in the NFC to now they could be in the fifth spot if they lose again. I, I, for me, I, Mahomes has won it. He's great. He's he's the sneaker head in all the commercials. He's taking bubble baths in the in the locker room in the commercials. The same guy. But how yoked is that State Farm guy? I mean, I mean, what? What? I've never seen an insurance guy that looks like that. But I still say the dark horse for me, Aaron, is Joe Burrow. And I, and with all due respect to the to the Washington Commanders, Joe Burrow is major tutty. Okay, the guy's been on fire. He's got a yeah. chance to win the MVP. All of a sudden, think about it. If Burrow goes off the next two games and they win out and they're the number one seed in the AFC, how is Joe Burrow not the MVP? I agree. And, I mean, he was in the Super Bowl last year. You know, I mean, it's crazy how people kind of overreacted and wrote him off, like the, especially the first half of the season. And then they quietly started putting things together. And now he's the second favorite to win MVP at seven to one. That's some really good value. I mean, I guess, do you think there would be voter fatigue? And even though the books, I mean, they have Mahomes at minus 650. Should he be right. that heavy of a favorite? Yeah, I, th I think I think it's. I mean, I, we've already seen a little movement because Burrow has jumped over Josh Allen. Burrow last week was third, so now he's actually jumped up. So they're starting to sort of come around on it. I mean, it's it's still seven to one. It's it the odds didn't necessarily change as much. Um, maybe there's voter fatigue, but maybe at the same time, I think Joe Burrow. Do they feel that, that the Bengals – there has to be a, a case of extraordinary circumstances for the Bengals to get the number one seed. So that's what you're betting on, and it's very possible uh, because there's motivation from Cincinnati's side uh, to, to win tonight and to uh, maybe possibly lock up the number one seed next week. They're both home games, and the way they've been on fire – why not? You know, and 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 think about it for Cincinnati. The, the 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 coolest wrinkle that the NFL has done is that they've created that buy for only one team in each conference. So now you're fighting for that buy. Yeah, yeah. So let's pivot to the Chargers. I mean, wow. Joe G is one of the biggest uh Chargers supporters. And of course, we have Mario with us. Uh, he does the mm -hmm. Chargers podcast, but the Chargers uh beat the Rams 31 to 10. Uh, I thought it was funny when McVeigh and Staley uh, kind of had their little handshake exchange at the end of that game. And, uh, you know, they've worked together. They know each other very well. Just so interesting to see how times have changed. But the Chargers defense seems to be peaking at the perfect time. We know how good um, Justin Herbert is um, and Austin Eckler. Wow. So the 
what seed will the Chargers earn in the playoffs? So they entered Sunday as the number six seed, but could still move into that number five spot. So the simplest, easiest path would be to win this week at Denver and then have the Ravens lose at least one of their final two against the Steelers on Sunday night or week 18 at Cincinnati. Overall, what's been your takeaway from this Chargers squad? I'll tell you what, I, I, I grew up in Southern California, okay, when, with no Rams and no Raiders when they left town. So all we, our team really was the San Diego Chargers of Marty Schottenheimer of going 14-2, and two, being the number one seed and falling on their face year after year after year. So we've got a little, you know, PTSD when it comes to the Chargers. The Chargers are going to charge her. So we expect things to go terribly wrong with the Chargers. So I guess we're... You know, I'm surprised. I mean, you know, we, we, we went through the Anthony Lynn era. You know, they did go into Baltimore a few years ago and beat the Ravens. You know, Lamar's first playoff game, you know, kind of shocked the world a little bit. Um, I think they've got it all together. The, the one thing they really worked on this offseason, and Mario can speak to this, is how good that defense, because that defense was atrocious last year. Yeah. That's why they didn't get into the playoffs last year, that loss against the Raiders that last final game of the season. Um, and I mean, with Herbert, you know, he's a video game, you know, he's going to give you, you know, 300 yards and they're going to score 30 points. Problem is they were giving up 33 points a game. That defense Bosa looks like he's going to come back. The Chargers could make some noise. Yeah, I think it was Tony Romo. Um, I heard, you know, on the broadcast saying, hey, the, the Chargers could be a team you don't want to face in the playoffs. Mario, you've been following this team very closely all season long. And at one point, like, I was making fun of Joe G and ready to write this Chargers team off. And then here we are. Yeah, I was definitely one of the people that when they lost to the Jaguars 31-10, I was like, I think we should just throw away this whole season because they're not going to do anything else. And then we had another low point when we lose to the Raiders 27-20. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to the playoffs. And then suddenly, J-Rod, uh, we play your Miami Dolphins. And it's like this defense changes. There's Angie on the sideline, you know, and the defense take, takes a complete 180. They go in the right direction. And honestly, Sunday was the most complete game they've ever played. They score over 30 points, which is the first time they did that since week five against the Browns. And they hold the Rams to 10 points. And I know it's the Rams, and they're not very good this year. But that's a Sean McVay offense that you just held to 10 points. Um, the run they defense still they put a fifty burger on the Broncos a week ago. So yeah, yeah, you know, this yeah. Team was... So they're not. It's not a terrible team, and it's a very good win. Um, we were calling it the Battle of L.A. Maybe the battle that no one cared about, but hey, we won it. So that's all. That's all you can ask for. But the Chargers are in a great spot, especially if they're at that fifth spot and they face, let's just say, the Jacksonville Jaguars again. I'm in love with them making it to the second round. But if, yeah. you know, Bengals lose and they stay at third spot and they face the Bengals or maybe the Bills, I'm terrified. I mean, you've got uh, Herbert, Eckler, and now the old cliche, defense wins championships. I mean, the defense looks so good right now. And all that matters is, you know, having that momentum and getting things together right at the right time. And that's exactly what this Chargers team is doing. But I totally get where you're coming from, J-Rod, because I also lived in Southern California. We're probably from somewhat of the same area. And you always just kind of have this thought in the back of your mind, like, nah, they, they, they're not going to do anything. It's like the Clippers. Like, come on. No, no, I, no, no I remember no. a playoff game. Um, it was Chargers Patriots. 
Um, it was it was when Belichick and Brady were at the height of their powers. And the Chargers, it was in San Diego. The Chargers had the Patriots down at the halftime. And we all looked at each other in the press box and said, you know, the Patriots are going to win this game. You know, and and, and the, the Chargers had an interception that would have sealed the game. And instead of laying it down, he ran, he fumbled. New England got the ball back and catastrophe. This is BetQL Daily presented by Bad MGM. We have to check in with my guy, Jay Kassan, board op manager. He's been tweeting a lot, some intriguing tweets I'd like to break down. Got to make sure my guy is doing well. We'll address that next in Off the Board. <laughs> 